Kyler Allred. I'm Michael Chambers. And this is the Star Wars Senate. Today we'll be talking about The Empire Strikes Back on VHS. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I know it's my favorite, but I'm, it, it's it, your favorite as well. Yeah, it's absolutely my favorite. The uh, the different the, the original cuts really cool. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting to see. Yeah, it it really is and like the other one, it starts off with that Leonard Maltin interview, mm-hmm. and that's really cool to see. Yeah, it's really it's really cool to see George talk about the the ins and outs of the process of yeah, the all the new stop motion that he was able to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly, and like with the adats and the and the tauntauns, yeah, it's really cool. Um, and him mentioning like the well, it was more George, well, not George, um, uh, Leonard, Leonard mentioning the the tonal shift of the of the movies, right. and George said that. He wrote it as one big story, but he just couldn't do it in one movie exactly. because it was so big. So this one was the the little act of a three act play. Yeah. So he had to put his characters in places that they wouldn't want to go in right. dark places, in uh, hardships, and yeah. I think every movie has that. Yeah. Like, know, whether it's one movie or three, or like a trilogy or yeah. like five, and it's like however many. There's always that middle act in there yeah and it's so cool to see our characters go through these these hardships yeah exactly and uh and i like how george mentioned that he he wrote to classical music which i yeah. didn't i didn't know that yeah that and, was really cool and like he had a kind of a reference for um uh, john williams mm-hmm. uh and like it was, it was like a placeholder for the songs that john wrote yeah is, yeah it was awesome they used it at like temp tracks yeah yeah, it's really cool to see his creative process because I think even me, you know, I I occasionally like to write creative writing stories, you know, short stories, and I like to listen to my music with it as well. Not classical, of course, but and sometimes that music track will inspire me. Exactly. Yeah, it makes you feel what the track is supposed to make you right. feel, which put in you can just put it into words after that. Which yeah, is, which is awesome. It's really cool. Um, and so, yeah, let's just jump right into it. Yeah. Um, so it starts off, you know, they're telling us that, like George said, these characters are struggling. Yeah. They're not in that place they were in A New Hope. Which is completely, yeah, which is completely different than New, New Hope because you just like, they just destroyed the Death Star. So you think everything's good. You, uh, yeah. You're like, oh, there's more to do? It's like there's, there's a, you killed a planet killing weapon. So it's like, oh yeah, no, you're fine. Like, yeah, you guys are okay. Yeah, we all think they're good and then... We see them struggling, like right out, like in, in the crawl. It's yeah, like, immediately it's like, oh, the rebels are struggling. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a shocker, but I mean, it's really cool to see that our first character is Luke. Yeah, but it jumps right into the action because just a couple minutes in, we see his face get smacked by the wampa. Smacked by the wampa. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, and a lot of people think that uh, George added that for the uh, car crash, but yeah. that's just a myth. There's like we don't know. Yeah, we're not sure exactly what happened. Yeah, and that. I think Mark Hamill was saying on Twitter or something like that. It was like it wasn't. It was always in the movie. Yeah, it wasn't for the car crash. Yeah, and it, it's such a interesting thing that myths like that can pop up. Like, yeah, and it, it kind of makes sense because you, 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 we know that Mark Hamill got in a car crash, so mm-hmm. some people would make that assumption. Assumption. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's so cool to see just this entire world, Hoff. Yeah. This big, we saw a desert planet. Right. And now we see this big snow planet. It's a complete opposite yeah. from the, the beginning of the first one. And I think it's a great planet to have these rebels struggling in. Because yeah. it's, 
you know, sand and hot is hard to deal with, but yeah. when it gets super cold... It's also ugh. super hard to... De- I don't think anybody really wants to be there yeah. at all. And uh, it's really cool to see Han and Leia in that in that situation, you know, yeah. they're, they're still bickering, yeah. just like they always do. Exactly. <laughs> they're in the hallways, and the, the guy walks between them like, I don't want to be a part of this. You guys just go on and do your thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, like, uh, yeah, and they, that happens throughout like, the entire movie. And then, yeah, it's, it's, it's just this back and forth between two characters that, like, they definitely like each other, yeah. but, like, one just doesn't want to admit it. Right. She's focused on her job her duty of being this leader in the rebellion yeah exactly. and she she doesn't want to deal with this smuggler right now exactly she may have a couple feelings for him but she doesn't want to admit it she doesn't want to tell him this scoundrel <laughs> yeah she says. scruffy looking nerf herder exactly <laughs> um and you know he's all for it you know in his own way you know he's flirting with her mm-hmm. being kind of rude but exactly. you can tell he cares for her and she she doesn't seem to have ever been with a guy like that, especially. Yeah. And so she just doesn't want to admit it. And it's really interesting to see how that develops when they're, especially in the the closet, you know, where she's trying to fix something. Yeah. And Han comes in there being... Han. Han, really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and flirting with her, grabbing her hand, and she's, you know, acting like she doesn't want it, you know. And Han just comes in and... And kisses her. Yeah, it comes pretty pretty out of the blue. Yeah, um, but you can tell that she's okay with it and that she may have secretly wanted that because she's right into it as well. Yeah. She puts her hand on his on his cheek and then 3PO Yeah, then 3PO walks in. <laughs> it probably could have got a little more racy if 3PO didn't come oh in. <laughs> it would have been, it'd been, yeah. <laughs> but that's what he does. Yeah. And... And it's just so cool to see, like, at, at the end when Han is going into Carbonite and she says, I love you. Yeah. I know. That, she she was, at the beginning, not wanting to admit it at all. Exactly. And in front of everybody, Vader, Boba Fett, Stormtroopers, she, she, Lando. She's ready. Chewie. Yeah. yeah, she, I love you. And, and yeah. It's and like, so is Han in his it own. Feels, it feels super quick, but it feels really natural. Yeah, and... Han responds in the most Han Solo way. Yes, I, know. I know. Yeah, and we wouldn't have that with a, without Harrison, yeah, Harrison Ford's, Ford's improvisational yeah. skills. <laughs> it's, it's the it's one of the if not the most iconic improvisational um, lines uh, ever in probably yeah. cinema. Yeah, it's hard to think of other ones. You know, when you think of improvisational lines, you think of oh Han Solo. I exactly, know exactly. Yeah. Um, I've seen scenes where people would do it, like uh, in Django and Jane, whenever oh. uh, he hits his hand on the glass yeah. and he rubs his, the blood on. Oh yeah, that that's a great scene. That is a great scene. Um, yeah, but but uh, this is not the Django and Chain podcast. It is that'll, not the Django. That'll come later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the be, Quentin Tarantino podcast. It'd be interesting. I don't think we'd have too much to go on. No, but he's got a ninth movie coming that's out. That's fair, so. and I'm actually really excited. Anyway. <laughs> Um, back to Hoth real quick. Um, or should we, uh, should we talk about Hanalei a little more? I know, I know that the, yeah. the dynamic between them is I mean, so it's, good. It's so good. It's, it seems like a real relationship. Yeah. It, they have, they argue, they have their issues, you know, even later in the movies, you know, especially like Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. You know, of course, as a kid, you always think, oh, Han and Leia will be together forever. Yeah. 
But in Force Awakens, we see them separate, and that, to me, seems so natural because, you know, especially since they're in this wartime in Empire. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to form these relationships faster exactly because you're, you're, you don't know if you're going to die the next day you don't yeah. know what's going to happen you're in these dangerous situations there's, there's actually a um scientific practice about that uh, but i don't remember what it's right. called um where if they're if two people are in a more dangerous situation than other people they're more, more likely to get together than uh just which you can kind of see like other. you can see that these two really do love each other yeah but it does have that aspect of the war yeah you know that they that they probably should have had a little bit more time to get to know each other. And I know it's been three years since A New Hope, but, you know, they're thrust into this. I mean, in Jedi, they they have Ben, they conceive Ben the night of the party on Endor, yeah. you know? So that's, Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's really cool to see this real relationship. Yeah, it's 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 really... And I can... I can pointed out to relationships i've had in in real life, in, in real life. and it's yeah. it's it's feels so real and i mm-hmm. think the dynamic between uh harrison and carrie carrie was was it was it was perfect. so good yeah yeah it, it and that might be because they had they had relationship. relations in real life exactly. like in carrie's book yeah yeah uh, um you know it's it's so cool to see chewy in all these situations you know imagine what he's thinking you know like when he's on top of the falcon you know trying to fix stuff and just getting so frustrated oh yeah i bet like uh uh although he does have those times those moments where he's super happy like yeah. to see luke again whenever he like oh when they're him. saying goodbye yeah, yeah. And then he hugs them really oh, yeah. really hard and i love that so much uh, so good um but when they when they leave hoth it is an interesting thing because they're getting attacked so they have to go as fast as they can mm-hmm. and seeing Darth Vader just marching through like he doesn't care Super everyone else is dodging the ice falling and uh, like and just around. running around and Darth Vader strolling in, in there like super intimidating yeah, yeah so intimidating yeah and uh, it, it's it really interesting because you and I watched recently one of those galaxies of adventures on youtube yeah. they're on the star wars kids channel yeah they're made for kids but there is this one about darth vader entering hoth that we both really like so cool he he goes and he rips the door off of the, the uh, off of the base metal door yeah. it's it, it's crazy like he just uses the force and then he just bursts through and it just adds just, to that and like it, kicks butt after that yeah like, it adds to how intimidating i think yeah. darth vader is and it, especially in this movie yeah. like he wasn't a new hope but in this movie he has a lot more to do yeah like he's we see in a new hope him choke someone but that person doesn't die exactly. in this he chokes at least two people yeah and then he makes like there's he has like three different admirals in the entire <laughs> movie just because he keeps killing them off yeah uh, i like how speaking of that i like how he uh he calls the dude like through through the screen through the screen and he just chokes him and then he's like all right now you're admiral <laughs> <laughs> don't disappoint me it's admiral like, piet <laughs> and i like i like admiral piet too. i do too and yeah he's, he's really cool he's just very honorable yeah and you know i i'm wondering what you know luke just got attacked by this wampa mm-hmm. and then he sees ben yeah it's like it's like it it could be a dream or a mirage yeah. like it doesn't even seem like a, he, a real he thing. doesn't know that this is real exactly but yet he believes it that's that's so luke to me you know he 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 believes it 
in his gut. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to go to Dagobah. I'm, this may not be a real thing, but I'm going to trust him. Yeah. I'm going to trust that that was Ben. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it could have been a dream. And I feel like if, if it was just a dream, like I bet he was thinking like, if it's just a dream, I can go to Dagobah, check it out. If I can't find anything, I'll just leave. It's fine. Right. And then the problems start happening when <laughs> yeah. he gets to Dagobah. Immediately. Yeah. You can just see the look on Luke's face when he crashes his X-Wing. Just right. like you said. It's like well, crashing a car. Yeah. yeah. You, if it's not that big of a deal when you crash a car, you still have that moment of, oh, really? Now I have to deal with yeah, this. Yeah. Now I have to deal with yeah. this. Yeah. And uh, just... Thing after thing starts happening. R2 falling in the water, him getting spit out. Yeah. Them meeting this little green man that he doesn't know is Yoda. This goofy little dude. <laughs> yeah, just laughing in his dude. face, stealing his food, getting... telling him to come eat his gross soup. <laughs> exactly. I like how I like how Yoda uh, doesn't like his food and he doesn't like uh, Yoda's, Yoda's food. food. Yeah, I think it's really funny. And it's such a smart thing, I think, of Yoda to test his patience like that. Like instead yeah. of showing up and being like. Hey, I'm Yoda. Yeah. He, hey, the person that you're looking for? Yeah, it's me. Right here. Yeah, because in canon now, we already know that Luke, uh, or, excuse me, Yoda doesn't trust Luke. Yeah. He, there is a, for, for, uh, 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 from a certain point of view story yeah. that Yoda wanted to train Leia. He was like, she's more level-headed. She has been born for yeah. this. Or, well, raised for this. Mm-hmm. She knows her way around she, people. She knows how to fight. She, yeah. She's been in the Rebellion for, like, probably a year or two now. Yeah, she's she was born for this. Yeah. But Luke, he, he's just like his father. He's, the same thing will happen again. I don't want to train him. He's going to become another Darth Vader. Why would I want that to happen? Yeah, and, it, and it's so cool that Yoda's like, I want to see what he's really like. And he does. He... he, he sees how impatient Luke is, just yeah. like his dad was. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Yoda trains him because he trusts Obi-Wan, but I think even their last interaction, Luke and Yoda's, in this movie, I think Yoda has doubts, you know, because yeah. he says, that boy was our, or, uh, well, Obi-Wan says, that boy was our last hope. Yeah. And then Luke's like, no, there's another, yeah, there's the, Leia. The one that I wanted the yeah, entire time. Yeah, the one I wanted the entire time. Yeah, and, and I, Frank Oz is amazing he is and I he really brings life to this character like he's he's like the perfect fit for i i said earlier that he's a puppet but he looks so real so real and it, it's just so amazing um but i think you know we'll talk about this probably with return of the jedi but yeah. yoda has no faith in luke but i think he does eventually he oh, sees he, he gets there absolutely he sees what luke has to offer he is different than his father he's not the same person yeah and i think yoda just needed to learn a lesson himself a little bit you know yeah the the disobedience from from luke doesn't help you <laughs> no it like, doesn't and thing. and especially i think it doesn't help obi-wan's case either when luke no. starts to leave and starts arguing yeah, with them both exactly and i think that's why obi-wan was a little defeated you i know? wanted to hear i want to hear the conversation between yoda and obi-wan after luke leaves. after luke leaves like imagine that i was like yeah so i wanted leia by the way it's like well well i i, I know but <laughs> trust me this kid is the guy and, and but yeah. he's just gonna be just like darth vader and he's like no 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 <laughs> exactly <laughs> that'd be a fun little it'd be a fun thing yeah. to see. um but it it you know, it's really cool. I love seeing the parallels between Luke's training mm-hmm. and Ray's training. Yeah, it's very similar. It is. Like, they both are getting annoyed by their teachers. They both 
kind of have their heads in the clouds. Mm-hmm. You know, Ray wants to learn what this is in her. Same with Luke. Yeah. But, you know, their teachers aren't giving them too much. Like, Yoda's probably giving Luke more than... Than Luke did to Ray. Ray, yeah, yeah. But but they're still getting frustrated, and they both have similar visions. It's true. Uh, they both go into these dark caves that tells them something that they maybe didn't expect they needed to know but they did yeah you know luke sees and at the time both of them don't know what it means luke sees his face in vader's helmet and probably like what does that mean yeah ray sees herself when she thought she was going to see her parents exactly yeah but they both for luke that means that vader was his father and if he goes down this path he could turn into that as well Mm -hmm. for ray she's no one but that doesn't mean she can still be no one you know what i mean she she can be someone um of importance even though she doesn't come from anywhere right yeah um yeah and it's it and we might even see more with that um with that vision in the next in the rise of skywalker exactly yeah we're not entirely sure because it hasn't come out yet but maybe whenever you're listening to this it has has. yeah (laughs) um so hi future people um Um, but to go back a little bit on hoth yeah um, that battle with the with, with the snowspeeders and the adats, yeah, just iconic. So good. Like you see, you see these rebels. All they have are these snowspeeders right now. They're like, okay, let's try to figure out how to combat these giant walkers with just these. Yeah, and it's it's super intimidating seeing those those things just slowly march. Toward oh yeah, you. through the through the fog mm-hmm. and through the snow and. So cool. And one thing I noticed, I actually just realized this yeah. right now, is I didn't see any ATSTs. Oh yeah, because in in the ones now, there's they. I think they added some CGI ATSTs. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really I, interesting. I just re- realized that <laughs> right now. I was like, I don't, I don't remember seeing any ATSTs. <laughs> the first time you see an ATST in the original cuts is in Return, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I mean, that just shows how cool it is watching these originals for yeah. the first time. Um, but in that battle, there's so many iconic lines. Yeah. Like, uh, good shot, Jensen. One of my favorites. <laughs> so good. And, uh, Woohoo! That got him! Exactly. <laughs> or, or, oorah! I can't remember what exactly he says, but... Yeah, I don't remember. It is <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but Wedge just has... Great lines. Uh, amazing lines in that. Great lines. And I, I, I wish... I wish Wedge was in more. I, I, I oh. wanted to see him in more. I mean, he's in Rebels, I believe. He's in Rebels, and he's in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He's Red Leader, I think, in Return of the Jedi. He's not Rogue Leader? No. Uh, I can't remember what happened in canon to the Rogue Squadron, but it might have happened once like Luke... splintered. Yeah. Okay. But, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. I should probably read up on that. That's, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Um. um but it, it's, it's interesting to see the dynamic between, like... 3PO and everyone else. Yeah. It's it, the whenever Luke and Han are out in the snow and in Hoth, uh, Hoth and for some reason like 3PO is actually optimistic because I think he's helping out um R2, R2 a little R2, bit. Yeah. But then he goes right back to his old ways of being super scared and super annoying yeah. to everyone else and like I think he says uh the odds like three times. Three times. Yeah. Three times in the movie. Yeah, it's he says it to Leia when Han and Luke are out there in the snow. Yeah. He says it 
in the famous scene of 3,720 to 1 for yeah. the asteroids. And then again for the uh, taking on the Star Destroyer with the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, shut up! <laughs> Leia just shut up. Leia's feeling a little bit what Han feels oh, yeah. there. <laughs> I just love seeing, especially how Han feels about 3PO. Yeah, like, and he's just yelling at him the yeah. entire movie. And then whenever he's Hurry like, up, Golden Rodder, you'll be a permanent resident. <laughs> And then the, uh, the whenever he's all broken and Lando comes in and he's like he's like is something wrong with your droid? He's like nope, no, he's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no problem. Why? <laughs> it's, it's so good. So good. Um, and just seeing when he's getting put back together by Chewie. Yeah. Uh, how he's just calling Chewie names and saying you put me on backwards, you you idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's trying to help you. Like, <laughs> calm down, man. And I love how he defends Lando. It's, to the end. To the end. At everything. Like, <laughs> no matter what Lando does, he can do no wrong. <laughs> and, uh, well, let's talk about Lando, Lando a little bit. Lando, yeah, for sure. Lando's awesome. I love Lando Oh, the so smoothest much. guy in the galaxy. One of my favorite characters of all time. Oh, mine too. And we wouldn't have that without Billy D. No, Billy D's oh my gosh. perfect for the I role. think him and Lando are both the smoothest guy in the galaxy. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It'll be so cool to see him I'm, again I'm, in, I'm really in The Rise of Skywalker. Um, but when you, when, you, when you first see him, it's really interesting because Han's saying, this is my friend. Don't worry about him. But when you first see him, he's got this angry face on and he he comes up and you're like, oh, he's Han's friend? Yeah. But then they go he's into that just, hug and you're like, oh, he's okay. He's yeah. just playing with him. Yeah. He, but the thing is, is like that might have been like a cautionary thing. It's like the might like be right. foreshadowing for the future. Oh, yeah. Like he's just like, like he's not what he seems. Exactly. Because... As we know, he ends up betraying them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like we know in in the in the future after after this, well, I guess technically in the past, um, Han um, and and him both have gone back and forth. Yeah, on um, um, betraying each other and double crossing, like in Solo, and Lando just leaves. Yeah, <laughs> with the with the Millennium Falcon. Falcon yeah. yeah, it's like and, you see that ship over there. We got a bunch of people in. A snap of my fingers, they're gonna come rushing out. And here. then he just leaves. <laughs> just straight up leaves. <laughs> and so then good. when Han wins the Falcon and steals his cheat card, and mm-hmm. if only you had this little green Cylon. Yeah, <laughs> it just adds so much to this interaction of us seeing Han and Lando. Because yeah. I remember as a kid wondering what is the past between them. Like, well, how'd they become friends? Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it it it's it's so cool. Yeah. Um, um, but like the the whole betrayal thing between them and then him turning him over to the death. Uh, to sorry to the empire. Um, uh, is is such a different thing. Than, yeah. Than what we've seen before. Yeah. And why, like, if that happened to any of them before, why would either of them call each other friends? Like, right. Exactly. I think it it stepped over it, a line. Yeah, it really did because, like you said, they double-crossed and betrayed each other before but this is different yeah this is more evil in a sense i know lando's doing it for a good cause but like they tortured han and leia Mm -hmm. they are luring in luke to kill him possibly they don't know exactly what darth vader wants as as far as he knows probably yeah 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 so this is i know lando was just trying to protect his city which i can understand it's a great freaking love cloud city oh yeah but it, it's such an interesting thing to watch this guy that we're like, oh, we trust Han, so we'll trust Lando. Exactly. And then nope. Exactly. And then also afterwards when he's saving Chewie and Leia, yeah. that 
he, we're like, oh, we have to trust him again? And I think Leia and Chewie are in the same boat. Like, how do we like, trust you like, now why, that you did this entire thing? Why would thing? you do this now? I was like, you could have done this before. Yeah. And it's such a cool contrast to see him like this and then in Return of the Jedi, he's a general of yeah. the Rebel Alliance. And it's like he... He got up there quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. It was like a year. Like I love Lando, and I I can totally see where he's coming from. But it's such an interesting yeah experience, and just his whole uh, this steel is getting worse all the time. Yeah, from freaking robot chicken. Uh, <laughs> robot robot chicken. Yeah, such a good one. <laughs> also, a lot of people I've seen, and this is a a big thing on like how I met your mother and all that. Like at the end when Honda, oh sorry. Ha, uh, Lando is wearing Han. Hondo's a different character. Yes, buddy. I know. So, like, Lando and Han mixed together makes Hondo. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Lando is wearing Han's clothes at the end of the movie. Oh, and yeah. A lot of people are like, wait, why, does, wait, why, why is, is he wearing Han's clothes? Why is he clothes? wearing Han's clothes? And I, I, my whole thing with that is just like, maybe he didn't have anything else to wear. That's the yeah, Han probably got rid of that big cape closet and <laughs> just filled it with vests. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, whenever like the Millennium Falcon's having so much trouble and then lando says it's not my fault just like han <laughs> oh did. just like and han did yeah then... it's such a cool thing that they really are alike they they're, really are friends like, they've, yeah <laughs> they've been through this a lot they've done this kind of stuff <laughs> it makes sense um but yeah let's get back on cloud city because like you said that is amazing so good and it's, I, it's probably one of my favorite planets yeah and i honestly if i could if i was just to look at the original trilogy and say which planet would i want to live on i would say bespin or cloud City. oh definitely i mean tatooine too hot too dusty exactly and uh, like i mean there's like not really any other settlements. yeah there's a lot of crime in tatooine as well yeah exactly Endor, just a lot of little bears little murder bears yeah that's <laughs> like you can get in a hut but that's pretty much it like there's yeah. not much there it's just forest yeah and dagobah definitely not no <laughs> uh, we see yavin 4 yavin too. 4 looks pretty nice but it looks like just a bunch of empty temples that yeah. they use as base so I wonder what those temples were, like. Yeah, back I know the Masasi temples, if I remember right. right. Um, but yeah, I think definitely Bespin would be. Would yeah, be Bespin, it. Bespin at least so far. Yeah, as what we've seen, I would, uh, I would choose. Uh, if we're going with anything else, I'd probably choose like I don't know, Coruscant or Naboo something. is my pick. Naboo, yeah. yeah. That'd be good. I mean, they shot all of those things in Spain, so it makes sense. <laughs> right. Um, um. But it's it's so cool also to watch this. VHS and see that um, there are some things in the special edition that I do like, like yeah. the windows that they added at Cloud City. Yeah, adds it makes it feel like more of a lived-in place. When exactly. when Lando says attention, he says it twice in the special edition, and there's an added shot of people. Yeah, it shows people like looking around, like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and other other things that are changed, like uh, Boba Fett's voice and right and um, and uh, the Emperor. Oh, the Emperor. Yeah, that scene with, uh, I think it's Clive Revel plays him. Yeah, and then like, you said like, they mixed like a yeah, lady a, and a chimpanzee or something Yeah, I think like that. a woman played him and they like morphed it with a chimpanzee. It looks so bad. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't look great. I'm yeah, it doesn't. Like, yeah, that's uh, another thing in the, uh, the special I'm, editions I like that I'm they really added. I'm really glad they added him. Yeah, uh, Ian McDermott. Yeah, it's, it's so it, good. it adds a lot more continuity there because... They look completely different, so you'd be like, "Is that the same guy? Yeah, and, and or is that Snoke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Snoke was right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's been the entire time. It's it it does uh, it could be. I mean, it does kind of look like Snoke. Snoke's pretty ugly. Yeah. Um. 
And then, like, whenever you see him in, uh, in Return of the Jedi, he's like, oh, did he, like, put moisturizer on himself? <laughs> right. Like, like, he still looks like crap, but <laughs> he looks better. Yeah. It's like, he got some work done or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. And, oh, one thing that you pointed out to me when we were watching this uh, original is that in one shot when they're chasing the Millennium oh. Falcon through the asteroids, the TIE fighter shots are blue. They're blue, yeah. That well, was... And, and it's not it's not blue later on in the movie either. Yeah. It's just that scene. So it was just a mistake it or had something. To have been. I yeah. don't know. It was, it, it was really weird. I looked at it and I'm like, what? They're blue. It's like this isn't this isn't the prequels. Like, yeah, it's weird. Um, and you know, one of my favorite lines I think ever is impressive, most, most impressive, impressive. and so that entire sequence, that whole scene. Is so good. So the lighting, the camera work, everything, yeah. the cinematography is amazing. Well, and I think it starts off, you know, we first see it when they're taking Han yeah. to get in Carbonite. And, and that that whole start from there to when uh, he's fighting Luke, you know, it, yeah. it just is an incredible sequence. You know, like you get so on edge when you see these characters that you love yeah. are in chains. And well, what are they going to do to Han? And yeah. they put him on this pedestal and I love you. I know. I know. And, mentioned that. and the music, John Williams, so, John Williams. I don't think we can say it enough, but he is a master. So amazing. Just it, it elevates it. This, this movie has my favorite music in all of star Wars. Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's so good. Like the hot and Leah theme. Oh, the first yeah. time we hear the Imperial, the, the Imperial March. March. So oh good. yeah. And the Imperial March, how it's used in the scene where Han goes in the carbonite. It's, it's so, so suspenseful. And, Harrison Ford lifting up his head. Perfect timing. It's uh, like it's amazing. All the acting in this in that scene is perfect. Carrie Fisher so looks good. like she's afraid for her life in that. Yeah. In and that. like and like her the love of her life just died. Yeah. Like that's what she's that's what it, Oh and it seeing seeing Chewie go nuts, you know, he's like, No, I wanna defend my friend. I wanna right. defend my best friend and Han's like, No, 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 save your strength, there'll be another time. I, I really enjoyed how he said there'll be another time. Han had no doubt that they will still get out of this exactly and and i'm sure um you you mentioned this before it was one like han and chewie probably haven't been apart oh. for a very long time yeah so it must be super hard for him for to yeah. just let this happen but when or han like, says you got to keep her safe mm-hmm. you know i think chewie's like okay yeah. all right i'll do it, I'll, I'll do it. yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he cares about Leia as well. And, yeah, I'm sure. And like I said, it's such a suspenseful scene, but it's really funny when 3 is like, hey, turn me around. I can't see. And you're like, 3 PO, shut up. It's, it's very, it makes a lot. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, but yeah, from then on and then when Luke shows up. Yeah. And he's gone around with R2 and Leia, it's a trap. It's a trap. Which she said first, she not Akbar. <laughs> very true. <laughs> um, but you know I, what's going through Luke's head is like, okay, all right, uh, this is kind of what I saw in my vision, probably. But then he gets into the carbonite freezing chamber. So crazy. And there's Vader. Yeah, just standing there, looming all about. In in like you said, one of the coolest looking places. It it, it was perfect. I think that. That has the one of the best, like scenes for yeah. a lightsaber fight. Yeah, and when Vader, but you are not a Jedi yet. Oh. And and Luke, like he doesn't say anything, but he's like, I am. You know, yeah. he believes it. You know, 
and just that fight sequence it yeah you know it may be a little bit slower than like the prequels but yeah, it, it is it's just intense. so intense. It intense it's probably one of my favorite lightsaber sequences it's, it's really good and and a lot of the time um vader is using one hand which yeah. makes me think that he's just like finding this really easy right and trying to push him into like the the carbonite freezing chamber yeah and then when luke plan. starts to punch back a little bit vader gets aggressive he gets gets mad yeah really mad he's like no shut up i want to tell you what i'm gonna tell you and we're gonna be done with this exactly kind of like sometimes if a dad's trying to uh stop his toddler in public and no no stop this i'm gonna get a little aggressive now (laughs) (laughs) i bet that's how vader's feeling like nope (laughs) grab him by the arm and just pull him away you don't do that (laughs) that's not what we do Uh, i'm gonna teach you a lesson right now yeah um Except, please don't uh, go at your kids with lightsabers. Don't, yeah, don't do that. That is don't, bad parenting. Don't chop off their hands. Don't either. don't look at Darth Vader for parenting tips. <laughs> yeah, Darth, he's he hasn't been a dad. He, at least for him, he hasn't been a dad for long. Yeah, he, he's just you know he's he's getting used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, but I just always think of when they when people saw that for the first time in the theaters and. They're like, oh, wow, he's giving, you know, the evil guy speech. And then, I am your father. Just yeah. imagine. I can imagine my face. They're like, what? And imagine, imagine that now in, like, a theater at opening night, just the gasp. Yeah. Or, and probably people like, what? No. Some some people, and I've seen this, yeah. some people that still, like, don't know that it's been hidden from them yeah. for a while. And it's. Like, they watch it for the first time. Right. I see videos on YouTube all the time where they watch it for the first time and they find out. And I can still see that. No! Oh, my gosh. I I love seeing those type of things. I like, love them. Especially, like, with kids. Yeah. Like, I had... Uh, I saw this one where the kid was watching it with his dad. And he says, I am your father. And the kid leans back in the couch and looks at his dad and goes, What? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was so good. That's so good. And I really wish I could remember my reaction. Me too. Like, I'm sure... I I can't even remember the first time I watched... I probably watched it uh, before, like, I can actually remember. Yeah. Um... But like I, I, I wish I was like, it was. It's such an iconic twist, you yeah. know, that you've seen movies try to replicate that kind of shock value, and, and, and some of, of them time. don't work, you know, yeah. and and it's. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, it, it adds so much, you know. Like you were saying earlier while we were watching, um, some people probably thought at the time that, oh, no, he's lying. Yeah. Darth Vader's a bad guy. Yeah, of course that, he's lying. That was most likely a theory. That yeah. I, I think it actually was. Yeah, it probably was. Um, and, like, I, I mean, I feel like I'd be the same way. I'd be like, he, oh, yeah. He's no, probably he, he's lying. definitely lying. Yeah. It, I, it makes sense the dark side of the Force would do that. Yeah. He wouldn't be... Uh, truthful about that right just trying to sway him and also i I feel like people would be like obi-wan wouldn't lie to him exactly obi-wan wouldn't lie to him yeah but it's from a certain point of view (laughs) yeah i didn't (laughs) it's like all right man you you just didn't want to sure all right (laughs) sure ben um but it it's so great like it, it keeps you on the edge of your seat and then luke falls and you you just wonder what's going through his head like how he's gonna get out of there i bet luke may not even care at that moment yeah he's just just, i want to get away he wants to get away from the situation that's happening right now and then when he falls and you know he tries to contact ben but then you know he remembers ben said i will not interfere yeah and and then he calls for the person he trusts 
the most. Yeah. You know, outside of Ben. Yeah. Leia. Yeah. Leia. And seeing Carrie's face, just seeing her face uh, when he's calling to her. Yeah. And she's like, I need to go back. Yeah. That is so powerful. And it's it, it's really the first time we see, like, Leia actually, like, have... The force. The force, technically. Because yeah. it's like... Um, and I can only imagine people like people's reaction to that too. It's yeah, like, like, like wait do you, wait, do you need the force for, for people to or, talk to or you, or can they just do that? Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting because uh, we, I mean, obviously we later learned that they're they're brother and sister, mm-hmm. but like <sighs> at the time that must have been really interesting to see. Yeah, if it was now, the theories online would be going. Nuts. It's true, it's true, and I bet I bet that that Luke and Leia being brother and sister thing. Honestly, I could like feel a, a lot of people putting together the Yoda line. There is another to Leia, maybe not necessarily brother and sister, exactly, but still that, that it was Leia. Yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I actually really like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's, I, I still like d- during this tense situation. They're trying to get off Cloud City. Uh, Leia says they need to go back, and Lando's trying to argue with her, and Chewie growls. He's like, "All right, all right." Yeah, he's like, "All right, we'll go back." <laughs> like they're like, "We still don't trust you, guy." Yeah, it's it's also like how like later on, how do they find that lightsaber? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, how does Maz get that? It's like I, I'll always wonder that every single time I watch. <laughs> maybe we'll find out in Rise maybe, of Skywalker, or maybe I, we won't. I mean, I kind of I don't know. I mean, I, they could do it, they could not. Like, yeah. Either way, I think if if they do it in like a side story, that'd be cool too. It's so good. Yeah, and it's just a different way to end this movie. Like uh, Luke is feels betrayed by yeah. Obi Wan. He feels confused. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. His he lost his hand. The 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 um, conversation between him, him and Vader, oh, yeah. like after everything happened, is just so interesting like like you don't really get that in other movies where like the the main villain is talking to our main hero and they're just it's just like just come with me just just yeah come on like and and luke no i'm not going to do that exactly like i bet luke's thinking like he's probably lying to me yeah you know but but still like like, ben why didn't you tell me uh, well yeah it's probably he's trying to convince himself that vader's lying but he knows it he he feels it and especially that vision that he saw in the dark side cave oh gosh it's it and i bet i bet at that moment whenever he finds that out and he's thinking about a little more i bet that in the cave Mm -hmm. him thinking about that and he's like that makes a lot of sense right like it's it if i would have it would have been me under under the mask quote unquote but it's just him going to the dark side or other words his father being darth vader right It, it has a few meanings i think you know and it's it's really crazy to end this on kind of a dark note, kind yeah, of a, a downer. A yeah. downer, yeah. yeah. And I think that was George Lucas's point. Yeah, like um, Han's gone, Luke mm-hmm. lost a hand, which also his hand, like his replacement, like yeah. robotic hand, awesome. Oh, yeah, as a it's kid, I wanted it. So I wanted cool. to chop off my hand and get a robot one. <laughs> <laughs> like the joints that you can yeah. see all moving in there. It is interesting, though, because we see, it might be a little inaccuracy, but we see... His hand get cut off at the wrist. Oh, but yeah. when you see his joints, they're like more down yeah. on the arm. So either it, they removed a little bit more, or, or they like maybe like actually went into his right wrist to kind of connect it to to his uh, uh, nerves, right, and stuff to his brain. Um, yeah, but um, I'm wondering when Luke 
fell and got caught by Lando. I'm wondering, like, who, who the heck is this guy? And it's like, if he, did, if he even saw him or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but just ending it there with the Rebel fleet and with uh, Luke and Leia in this sour situation. Staring out into the stars. Like, right. It's like, what's going to happen? Like, we don't know. What is Lando and, what is Lando and Chewie doing? Just oh, yeah. up. Like, we don't know. And I'd like to see what Lando and Chewie did in the year yeah. in between. I think we have a few stories of of like what what uh Leia did. Like she Oh yeah. Like she helped nine numb or so I there's a book about it. I can't remember yeah. exact Moving Target, I think it's called. Okay. I haven't I haven't read it, yeah. so I'm not sure. Yeah. Um Um but you know, just a little bit going back a little bit on uh on Cloud City. Yeah. <laughs> I just loved both of our reactions when Will Roe Hood, Will Hood, came, Will out. Hood came out. <laughs> yeah. He just yelled out, Will Roe Hood! <laughs> I just love in Star Wars, there's so many of these little things that become yeah. iconic to fans. Like the at Star Wars Celebration, there's the running of the Will Roe Hoods, yeah, where all these uh, fans are dressed up as Will Roe Hood and they run around and. I liked I liked the one this uh, past yeah. one where where the the ice cream machine was holding the little Will, Will Roe Hood. It's it <laughs> it's one of my favorite like Star Wars fan base like something that they grasped on right it's and so, it's so that, small that just so shows good. the relevance of all these movies that still happen today you know yeah. people pick out these you know seemingly forgetful things and like yeah. wow look at that guy it looks like he has an ice cream maker it's that's like, weird why is he just running with an ice cream maker why does <laughs> he loves that ice cream maker apparently <laughs> you so, can't live without it it's so good um going back even further than that um back whenever uh yoda is talking to luke about um, about like the force and how he's how Luke isn't afraid. Yeah, and Yoda's just you, you will be. Yeah, it, that, that that's a little creepy. It's yeah, it's like Yoda's Yoda's uh trying to intimidate him yeah. a little bit, and that's the other thing I think that's so masterful about Yoda is when we think of like I bet people watching it when they think of Jedi Master they think of Obi Wan right they they don't think of this small yeah. little green guy you know. Yeah. And I I think that was another point that, you know, Yoda figured that Luke would think that yeah. as well. And I think what Yoda taught him in this movie is such a valuable mm-hmm. thing, you know. Yeah, it's 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 pretty patience. Yeah, it's patience. Pretty, pretty much the And also, you know, he said uh Luke was always looking to the future, never his mind on where he was. Yeah. What he was doing. <laughs> you know, and it was like he, size matters not. Exactly. Yoda is this small little green guy, like I said, but he is one of the best Jedi teachers Ever. out there, and it's so cool to, to introduce him in this movie and make us fall in love and listen. We yeah. like as a kid, I was listening to those lessons that yeah, and, Yoda was saying, and that's honestly probably. In my opinion, I've been told this. Yeah. I feel like I'm a little self-centered if I say this. Right. But uh, patience is, like, one of my things that I actually kind of pride myself on. Right. Is being patient with people, being patient with situations around yeah. me. Um, not so much video games, but, you know. Um, <laughs> I but think video games make us all a little all mad. All a little sometimes. mad. <laughs> but 
it's it's something that's so valuable and so people so many people take it for granted right but i think it's so great that yoda taught this lesson yeah to Luke one and thing, taught me this lesson when i was a kid yeah one thing i always think of in my life is luminous beings are we not this crude matter exactly it's like where we should not think of what's on the outside but what's on the inside mm-hmm. what we can do to help other people to you know because the force isn't a real thing yeah. but and even though luke didn't have patience in, yeah. in this movie i would add and also i would absolutely do what luke did in this situation where he knows oh. his friends are in trouble yeah i i think it, yeah i would too like disagrees with you what, see this vision mm-hmm. of your friends dying yeah what you think is dying getting tortured getting captured yeah i would definitely just drop what i was doing be like you want me to let my friends die and or like possibly die like i mean i like that obi-wan did say you don't know that yeah but i would still go yeah and that's what i think luke keeps throughout all the movies is he wants to do this for other people even in the last jedi when he it wants the Jedi to end. He's doing that because he thinks it's it's best for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's very personable. Like I mm-hmm. it, it, it I relate, relate to I relate him to him a lot yeah. in that situation. Even though him going actually didn't change anything. Even even if he didn't go, everything would have played out pretty much the exact same except he'd have a hand yeah and he wouldn't know that Darth Vader was his dad exactly that's the only thing that really would change yeah but Um, it's just the the whole Yoda sequence is it sticks with you yeah it really does Uh, him lifting the x-wing you know when Luke says uh it's different it's impossible yeah it's impossible you know it's impossible it uh, Yoda's saying, uh, try to lift that. You lifted rocks. And he goes, no, it's different. Uh, no, only in your mind. Yeah. And and Yoda shows him. And that is why he failed, you exactly. know? <laughs> Although, Buff Luke, though. Buff Luke, yeah. Just I mean, wild. I, I think <laughs> like, we all like Buff Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, looking at him like, man, he... He looks good. He looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it's really cool to bring all these lessons that Yoda teaches luke back in the last jedi yeah because luke kind of needs it yeah and like luke has always been this person who has looked to the future more than where he was exactly and yoda was like you know i already told you this but you gotta you gotta be here man yeah <laughs> in 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 the sometimes you fail but that is the greatest lesson yeah um in the last jedi i mean even in uh, we see whenever he's looking into Kylo's mind, or I guess Ben at the time, um, he sees this like pain and suffering that yeah. Kylo's going to cause. It, it's a lot like when he saw Han and Leia in his vision. Exactly, and he wanted to fix that right away. Yeah. He jumped to the conclusion. Yeah. But he, obviously that was a mistake in kind of both ways, even yeah. in Empire and in Last Jedi. Right. Um, because if he stayed with Yoda in Empire, he might have... Oops, sorry. He might have learned more things, you know, because as we see in Return of the Jedi, he doesn't return to like a year later. Yeah, exactly. And Yoda dies. Yeah. And so he might have learned more. He might have uh, become an even yeah. more powerful Jedi. Yeah. From from learning from Yoda. Yeah, but I mean, I think the Force works in mysterious ways, it's true. you know. So, so it, it kind of meant to play out this way. It's true. 
It's true. Um, another thing, this is a really small thing, but yeah. I really like it. Whenever he's on Dagobah, oh, it's the first time you yeah. see it anyway. Um, and he pulls out his blaster. It looks exactly like Hans, the DL-44. Yeah, I think it, I don't think it has the scope, though. That's, no, that's the only difference is it doesn't have the scope. Because if I remember right, I think Hans is a custom DL-44. Yes, it's it's also a rifle. Yeah, you, you see in Solo. In Solo. Um, and I thought that was interesting. I'm like, right. Luke sees Han shooting this blaster that's really cool and he's really good with it and he's like i'm gonna do that too i want one (laughs) i'm gonna get one of those (laughs) it kind of is reminiscent of uh of han uh when he sees tobias beckett and i have that (laughs) yeah show me how to do that yeah whenever he's flipping the the gun around it's so good um i just back on uh the dagobah you know with luke when he sees r2 falling there i love how he's like r2 where are you? And R2 pops his little thing up. And yeah, R2. It's the best thing. That way. And I just love their little friendship. You know? Yeah. Like, he treats R2 like he's someone else. Yeah, you know, he's, he's like a person. Yeah, and that... Just someone else along for the ride. I mean, we're I've been talking about Last Jedi a lot in this one, but there's a lot of parallels. Like, when Luke sees R2 again, mm-hmm. it, it brings back that... Like, even in Mark Hamill's voice in Last Jedi, he's very... You know, kind of gruff, kind of talking like this, and then yeah. when he sees R two, he goes R two. Yeah, he goes back into his. Level. Yeah, he kind of goes back into the Luke of the old days, exactly. you know, and he sees R two, and he yeah. yeah, and uh, old friend, I wish you could understand. You know, yeah. it's so great to see those parallels between this movie that was made in nineteen eighty and a movie that was made in two thousand seventeen. Yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing, like how how closely related like last jedi, the last and, empire. jedi and empire are but i i do see parallels with the last jedi uh, sorry not last jedi but uh force awakens and and, La- and empire whenever whenever um kylo and ray are fighting oh, it's very reminiscent it of, is very reminiscent it and obviously Ky- kylo gets very aggressive yes like. he does and then whenever they're in that clash um oh. he's, he's telling him he's like join me i can join me i can teach, teach you how to do what you're doing but yeah. better Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Ray wins that fight, but yeah, um, but, but it's just interesting to see, like, yeah, and that's kind of a bit of George's uh, what he likes to say is poetry. Poetry, yeah. He likes, uh, and I mean, even though Force Awakens and The Last Jedi weren't made by him, it's still cool that they seem to be kind of following that. That there, there's still poetry in it because I've always thought that is so cool. I mean, you can even see in the prequels the reminiscence of uh stuff that happens yeah. you know it like luke and anakin's journey is very similar at the beginning it's you know? true yeah they are boys on tatooine who just want to get away and they're dreaming of something more and i yeah. mean i feel like anakin's in uh phantom menace is uh he's living through pod racing and building his own yeah. pod racer and all that stuff he's yeah. Trying to get away, but like, and and I feel like Anakin is living a harder life. You yeah, know, he's a slave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a father. I mean, his his mom Shmi, she's fantastic. He doesn't even need a dad with yeah. her because she's amazing. But yeah, the, it's it's so cool to see these parallels between movies. Yeah. Like I've seen some people make fun of it before, but yeah. I love it. I, I think I think it adds to that story I, that I think George said this that he said that it's cool to see these characters go through some similar things. Yeah. Because they are still people and people go through similar things yeah. and 
and it's sorry it's just really cool <laughs> it's, it's very realistic like yeah in in history there's a bunch of things that have happened in the past yeah. that keep happening yeah. um, in the future i can't think of one right now but i'm right it's, it, it's a thing and it's like in force awakens that maz says she says i've seen the dark side the empire the sith and now the first order you yeah. know and it it's just so I'm sorry I keep saying this but cool it's really cool it's really cool and um and that's we'll get to that probably but that, that's not I just realized that's kind of like a parallel between uh Maz and uh, uh yeah. the Snoke Snoke yeah. yeah it is Snoke I can remember yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but like uh, how he's seen everybody like rise and fall, fall right and yeah and all that stuff the same with Moss darkness rises exactly. and light to meet it exactly I mean that's kind of like Vader Vader's been rising for what like 20 years yeah. and now Luke's there exactly now, now we have Luke light to meet it yeah um Going back to Dagobah, we have a lot to say about Dagobah. We do have a lot to say about Dagobah. Uh, I think this is the only time, if, if at least the first time, yeah. um, that we see a droid getting charged. Charged, yeah. Because uh, I, I don't remember another time in anything. I don't either. I can't uh, think of it. That I can think I of right think now. I think maybe in books, because I, I remember right. in, um, in New Hope that he... Um, C-3PO is getting an oil bath. Right. And in Lost Stars, I'm reading, we're reading that now, um, that he yeah, bribes he, someone yeah, with an oil bri- bath. Yeah, he bribes his, uh, his like, teacher droid yeah. with an oil bath. Yeah, and I, I was like, that's, that's yeah. really cool. Like, it is, it's kind of like, you know, the stun blasts in A New Hope, you know, where they yeah. appeared in Last Jedi. You know, it's cool that they keep that continuity in different things. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping they also... R2 was really, really left out in Dagobah. Like oh, he, I know. He's like like so... him in the rain. I was like, oh, poor buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever like Luke leaves to like leave R2 with the camp, and yeah. he, like he's just sitting there and it lingers on R2 for a yeah, while it does. on the camera. And I think it's when he's in the rain, you hear him go, like he's like, are you there? Like, hey, hey, <laughs> I'm here too. And then he gets lifted. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty um, much just along for the ride. Yeah, it's it's really cool. To, uh, back on parallels to yeah. see uh, in Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, to see Poe and Finn are split up. Yeah. Poe and Ray and Finn are split up. They're all three split up. Yeah. Kind of like this movie. I mean, Han and Leia are together in in this movie, but they're all split up. Yeah. They all have their own journeys that they have to figure out. And. And it only shows like together they're more they're stronger. Together they're stronger, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and that it's I just of, I love Last Jedi. I, I see I see a kind of parallel with uh, is nothing to do with Star Wars, but like right. uh, the Avengers is like that. Like yeah. in, in Infinity War, they're split up and then they come back and and they're stronger together. And they're stronger yeah, together because it's that exact same. Yeah, thing. It, it's it's just so cool. And I'm sure that. Poe, Finn, and Rey will be stronger together. And- yeah, they even said that in the Rise of Skywalker yeah. panel that they're together again. Yeah, they're they're, they're doing this together, and, and I I, I, saw, oh, I love that. I've seen that like the the trailer and all that stuff whenever they're looking out over the water and they oh, see, and the, you see the Death Star. The Death Star, and then, oh, yeah, such a good shot. It um, really is. But uh, another thing, whenever uh, in the scene where uh, the 
uh, Imperial officer is looking at uh, Vader getting his helmet put on. Oh, yeah. It's a very interesting thing because it's it shows like what happened to him it gives yeah. it gives darth vader like something's wrong with him he right. needs that suit yeah because in the new hope we don't alive. really know no i mean for all we know he could be a robot yeah and he's he or a dude in a suit that's just he likes the suit like, like kylo yeah exactly um but no like there's mm-hmm. we know that there's more to that story yeah and you know what until you brought it up i never really thought about it that way that they probably put that in there to show that, that he needs this suit. Mm-hmm. Something bad happened. And as we know now, he fell in a lava pit. Yeah. <laughs> burned a lot, almost burned alive. Yeah. Wild stuff. Um, and those scars, like, just, like, makes you see that this person is human. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least a part of him is. Yeah, at least, yeah. Um, and he, he has feelings just like anyone else. And, right. Like, he and has e- even if he's pushing those away, you know, I think... When Vader offers to Luke to join him, yeah, I think that's genuine. You know, yeah, even if it's for more evil reasons, I think he wants Luke to join him. He wants him to help him take down the yeah. Emperor because even in canon now, they're like with the comics and stuff, they're really building up that the Emperor and Vader didn't really have the most no. solid relationship. No, the Emperor was trying to get rid of him a lot because he wanted that Anakin we see in Revenge of the Sith in in the temple, m- murdering all these Jedi. Yeah, the, yeah. His tip-top form. Like, yeah, he wanted if, that. If uh, like if Anakin won that fight against Obi-Wan, he would be the most ruthless, wa- yeah. most powerful Sith ever. Yeah, not that he isn't already, exactly. because, I mean, as that scene in Rogue One, you know... Shows wild... It's, it's crazy. And, but like, and just imagine see... if he was at his peak, at his yeah. height. Yeah, and I mean, we see awesome stuff that Vader does in like the comics and mm-hmm. the Darth Vader comics as well, and we'll get to that eventually. But also. It, it's just really cool to me that they try to show that Vader he wants Luke to do this. He's not saying this to bait him, really. Yeah. At least in my opinion, he's he's like Luke, do this, and we can take him down. And Luke knows that's not that not who I am. Exactly. It's it's. It really shows Luke's. Uh, resistance you know he he's like nope not gonna do it i know who i am his resilience yeah and i think that's why it was so shocking no it's not true because he he believes his father was this great jedi that obi-wan said that died a long long time time ago ago. and in a sense that's true i i really love how people talk about vader and anakin as two different two different people yeah two different people because that's almost what happened and this is the first time we see Anakin kind of peeking out, I think. Of yeah. It. Because it fully comes out in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But I, I think this is when Anakin is like, come on, come on, Vader. You're not Vader, you're Anakin. I want I want to be with my son right yeah, now. Yeah, and I, that's, that's integral, I think, to the Vader character. I agree, I agree. Is that, you know, he is still good. Even if it's buried deep in that lava-burned stomach of his. <laughs> yeah. But he is still that little boy who thought spinning would be a good trick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <sighs> well, uh, we could probably talk about this forever. Forever. I, I, I could talk about this movie in particular for a long time, but yeah. we should probably wrap things up probably here. Probably wrap it up, yeah. Um, Just one last thing I want to say sure. is... Sure, go for it. 
I love this movie. I love this movie so much. And in the future, we may do another episode with I, the special editions and then the Blu-rays. Well, I hope we just keep doing this movie over and over, over and over again. again. Yeah. We'll probably repeat some stuff, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at SWSenatePod. That's S-W-S-E-N-A-T-E-P-O-D. To make sure you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to follow Kyler and me directly, mine is at Mr. Master Schmike, and Kyler's is at Kyler Mark Allred. We'd also like to give a special thanks to Sierra Hawkins, because without her, this podcast probably wouldn't have come out for a while. You can find her on Twitter at AceHawkins13. We'd also like to thank Curtis Batson for composing our theme song. You can find him on Fiverr at Fiverr.com slash Curtis Batson and on Twitter at BlackDolphinENT. Also be sure to rate, review, and follow or subscribe on whatever you're listening on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And uh, thank you again, and we'll see you guys in the next one.